Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. snippet out of chapter 12 from the science of getting rich. Wallace starts off the chapter, he says, you must use your thought as I have directed in the previous chapter. So we've, we've gone over that quite a bit. It's not any different than anything else that I've been teaching uh, since we started this. So I think we have a good idea of how we need to use our thought, how we need to direct it. He says, you must begin to do what you can do where you are, and you must do all that you can do where you are. Well, I think, you know, one of the uh, the greatest lessons that I learned that kind of brought things together for me was the idea that most people don't know where to start in their own progress. Uh, they don't, because they don't know where they are. They don't have uh, they don't have a reference as to really understand where they are uh, in their progress or even in their failure if they if that's what it is that they're experiencing. But when you start to understand where you are, the next crucial key is to begin at that place and not try to start someplace that you're not because that is that will inevitably lead to a huge setback. You must begin to do what you can where you are, and you must do all that you can do where you are. You can advance only by being larger than your present place. And no person is larger than their present place who leaves undone any of the work pertaining to that place. You have to really give some consideration to this, because if there's anything that's true, people want to skip stuff all the time especially if they don't like it. And we all want the result. I've never met anybody that didn't want the result. The problem is, are you willing to become the person who gets that result? They just want to do, they're just like, just tell me what to do. Just give me this one thing to do or this system or or whatever. And it's like, no, it's about literally becoming that person. Um, And no person is larger than his present place who leaves undone any of the work pertaining to that place. The world is advanced only by those who more than fill their present places. If no one quite filled his present place, there would be a backsliding in everything. Those who do not quite fill their present places are dead weight upon society, government, commerce, and industry. They must be carried along by others at great expense. Now, if you think about the way the average person lives. If there weren't, if there weren't uh, some kind of a system put in place, most people would backslide very easily. Society, in in and of itself, the way that it's set up, it does kind of put a pressure on a person to live to some certain standard. If you start off at school, if you go to work, uh, you start to raise a family. There is a pressure in different places to maintain some kind of a standard. What Waddles is pointing out here 
is that you have to be willing to go beyond that standard yourself, not by the pressure of the thing, but by the desire of wanting to be more. He said, the progress of the world is retarded only by those who do not fill their places that they're holding. They belong to a former age and a lower stage or plane of life. Their tendency is toward degeneration. No society could advance if every individual was smaller than his place because social evolution is guided by the law of physical and mental evolution. In the animal world, evolution is caused by an excess of life. If you really start to think about that, when you start to become bigger than your present place, you will grow. You will see the external realization of that growth the people, the money, the organizations, everything that is required. When an organism has more life than can be expressed in the functions of its own plane, it develops the organs of a higher plane and a new species is originated. There would never be a new species had there not been organisms which more than filled their places. The law is exactly the same for you. Your getting rich depends upon you applying this principle to your own affairs. Every day is either a successful day or a day of failure. And most people don't like that. They don't like things to be that black and white. You're either doing the things that create the forward movement of your business and your finances, or you're not. Period. There, there's no middle ground there. If every day is a failure, you can never get rich. If every day is a success, you cannot help but getting rich. If there's something that may be done today that you do not do, you have failed insofar as that thing is concerned, and the consequences may be more disastrous than you can imagine. More than anything that a person does, the putting off of what needs to be done seems to have the biggest problem here, seems to be the biggest problem. They know what they need to do, but they just don't do it. They put it off, they put it off, they put it off. And then they wonder why they're having the up and down fluctuations in their business or their life. You cannot foresee the results of even the most trivial act. You do not know the workings of all the forces that have been set moving on your behalf. Much may be depending upon your doing some simple act. It may be the very thing which is to open the door of opportunity to great possibilities. You can never know all the combinations which the supreme power is making for you in the world of things and human affairs. Your neglect or failure to do some small thing may cause a long delay in getting what you want. Do every day all that can be done that day. This is why decision is so important. You you know, when you, when you build an image and you start to move toward the thing that you want, it starts moving toward you at the same time. And then there's opportunities to do things. And when you don't take advantage of those opportunities, it's a big problem. Do every day all that can be done that day. There is, however, a limitation or qualification that you must take into account. You are not to overwork or rush blindly into your business in the effort to do the greatest possible number of things in the shortest possible time. You're not to try to do tomorrow's work today or to do a week's work in a day. It is really not the number of things that you do, but the efficiency of which separate action, of which separate action that accounts. 
every act is in itself either effective or ineffective. Every ineffective, ineffective act is failure. And if you spend your life doing ineffective acts, your whole life will be a failure. The more things that you do, the worse for you if all of your acts are ineffective ones. On the other hand, if every effective act is a success in itself, and if every act of your life is an effective one, your whole life must be a success. The cause of failure is doing too many things in an ineffective manner and not doing enough things in an effective manner. You will see that it's a self-evident proposition that if you do not do any ineffective acts, and if you do a sufficient number of effective acts, you'll become rich. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. And the repetition makes you better. As long as you've got some observation there, right? The repetition of those acts makes you better. When I realized that the foundation of everything that I was going to do in business came down to mastering sales, I put all of my mind and effort and time into mastering that skill. Thousands and thousands and thousands of conversations over the years. But it's the one skill that will allow you to overcome almost every other problem that you have in business because most of the problems that you have in business are resource-based. Do you have the resources to move forward? Do you have the resources to build the team? Do you have the resources to travel? It's all, it all comes down to resources. So mastering the resource aspect of your business through the repetition is, is vital. And then, you, then you've got it. You, you, you always know that you have the ability to bring that in, which really frees up a tremendous amount of mental energy to problem solve in every other area. Like, what's the biggest problem that you hear people say? I don't have the money. Well, so now what? You don't have the money, now what? Everything comes to a stop if you don't know how to get the money. They put their whole life on hold because they don't have the money. And obviously, when, they, when it comes down to not having the money, they're also telling you that they don't have the urgency to figure out how to get the money. However, they will always find the money if there's a desperate urgency that shows up in their life. And generally, it's just enough. Like, they will, get, they will manifest just enough to get them out of whatever major problem that they're having. He says, you can make each act a success because the infinite is working with you and the infinite cannot fail. The supreme power is at your service. To make each act effective, you have only to put your power into it. Every action is either strong or weak. When everyone is strong, you're acting with, uh, you're acting in a certain way, which will make you rich. Every every act can make uh, every act made strong and effective by holding your vision while you're doing it and putting your whole power of your faith and your purpose into it. So again, he's saying the same thing here: the vision, your faith, your purpose, your desire, the energy behind it. Nowhere in here does he say anything about listening to the idea of failure or doubt or worry 
or following negative self-talk. So that's a discipline. It's at this point that the people who separate mental power from personal action fail. They use the power of mind in one place and at one time, and they act in another place at another time. Thus, their acts are not successful in themselves. Too many of them are ineffective. But if you put, if you put the supreme power into every act, no matter how commonplace, every act will be a success in itself. Every success opens the way to other successes. Your progress toward what you want and the movement of what you want will become increasingly rapid. Remember that successful action is cumulative in its results. When a person begins to move toward a larger life, more things attach themselves to him, and the influence of his desire is multiplied. This is because the desire for life is inherent in all things. All right, remember that. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.